KYW Original Podcasts. On Wednesday, December 11th, a lot of people who are driving home from work or wherever heard something a little unusual on KYW News Radio. And Kristen, you noted the uh, audio that you played of Larry Krasner was provided to us by CBS3, our, our news gathering partner. Uh, that is because we made special mention of that because the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office did not allow Kristen Johansson to enter the news conference that was open to other media. We've requested an explanation from Krasner's office. He was asked about uh, the, the apparent barring of, uh, of our reporter during the news conference uh, by Jeff Cole from Fox 29. I can play that for you now. Are there any other questions? I do. Um, did you bar Kristen Johansson from KYW Radio from coming to this press conference, and why? Is that, are, are you kidding? No. Kristen Johansson, she, she writes here, uh, was just barred from going to the Philadelphia DA press conference. I don't know why I wasn't given a reason. Apparently the press conference was invite only. What I can tell you is I did not bar anybody from coming to a conference. We always enjoy having Kristen Johansson here. And if there's been some kind of miscommunication, then I'm sorry to hear that that has occurred. So what happened and why did KYW News Radio think it was a big enough deal to make it public? This is KYW In-Depth. I'm Carol McKenzie. Kristen Johansson is our crime and justice reporter here at KYW. So, Kristen, let's go back to day one. What were you covering that day with the DA's office? I am going to be completely honest. I ran into this. Um, I always go to the prelim homicide room just to see what's going on. And I walked in and, you know, one of my contacts said, oh, you're going to be, are you here for this thing that was just listed five minutes ago? And I was like, what's this about? And it was the brother of the victim, Suhail Gillard, who was um, charged the previous week with killing Suhail Gillard with the gun his dad allegedly gave to him. And it was by accident, but he was charged with murder and related offenses. And the case was listed to basically drop all of the charges in front of a municipal court judge. I put a story together. We're the first ones on the air with it. I know another TV station was also there covering it. And, you know, so we put it out there. Put it and out there that the charges were being dropped. That the charges were dropped. Okay. I'd heard inklings that the DA's office may speak about it, but I was like waiting and checking my emails as I was doing other stories, podcasts, and, and things that we were working on. And at 2.52, because I remember the, the time, I get a phone call from another reporter saying, do you know about this press conference? And I said, what press conference? And they said the DA's office. And it was like, I didn't see a release. And automatically I thought, how did I miss this? Like, how did we not get this? I wrap all my stuff up and I get myself an Uber and I get down there by 3.08. I don't know why I remember these times, (laughs) but I just do. And I walk into um, the district attorney's office and there's always a media sign-in sheet. So I sign that first. I show my badge, which is the press badge that we get. And they say, okay, we're going to go call the spokesperson. And then I'm like also calling the press office upstairs. And they're telling me, they're like, hold on, we're calling another number. So they were like calling numbers. Is that usual? Does that usually happen when you go to cover these? No, normally we're allowed upstairs. And I was just getting told, you're not allowed up. 
And, and that was why? Did they tell you why? No, I just said, no, I need you to call again and I'm going to call. And so then it basically went back and forth. And then I was just told that I wasn't allowed up. But I, no reason given? Mm-mm. And I sat down. I was so embarrassed because and mad that the story that you could say that I broke, I wasn't allowed now in on. And so I sit down and I tweet that I was barred from being in there because that's essentially what happened. I don't know why I wasn't allowed. It was basically up the stairs and I just was given no reason. No one ever came down from the press office. Has anything like this ever happened before? No, no. I've never really had anything where I'm not allowed in a press conference. Going back to that day, were there any other reporters who were kept out of that news news conference or press briefing? There were other reporters that were not told about it, from what I'm told. Um, I know WHYY was not ever notified about this. And I also know that the Inquirer was not notified. The Inquirer got a heads up on it because I guess somebody had called them. Julie Shaw did tweet out what happened to her at that press conference, that basically she she showed her press ID and everything to the person and then kind of went in with NBC10 and somebody at the top of the steps let in the NBC 10 people and then closed it on the report on Julie Shaw. And Julie just jumps over the barrier and stands there. And I also heard from the, from the other reporters and photographers that were there, they were told that the press conference or the media availability, however you want to mince words, was invite only. And that it was not supposed to be tweeted or talked about or told anybody. One reporter specifically was told this is for your ears only. This whole thing <laughs> has been like embarrassing. Why do you say I that? Mean, Why do you say embarrassing? Because no reporter ever wants to become part of a story. At least, I mean, at least me. I mean, it's just embarrassing. Like I just want to be able to go do my job, which is tell the stories from inside the courthouse. Because people don't know about it. I want, you know, people to be more involved with their communities and their and especially with the criminal justice system and know who they're electing as far as judges and being and wanting to be a part of that and wanting to be a part of the changes. But to be a part of the story, in a sense, it's mortifying. Alex Silverman is the program director here at KYW News Radio. Alex, when you heard that Kristen was excluded from that press conference, what was your reaction? Well, my immediate reaction was we have to find out why, because we were in the middle of a meeting. Uh, Kristen is texting me saying that she was not allowed into the DA's office. Now, Kristen's been covering the DA's office for a long time. She knows what goes on there. She knows how to get in and out. So when she tells me that there's been this incident where she's not allowed in, you know, my instinct is that. There's something going on that we need to look into. And what did you find out? We asked the DA's office repeatedly and were later told that Kristen was not allowed in because it was uh, by invitation only to reporters who had requested comment on that particular story, which included much of the Philadelphia media. Kristen had covered the story earlier in the day, so it was curious to us why she wouldn't have been invited as part of that group. And then what did you do next? What did you decide to do with that? Well, Kristen had already sort of put this out in the world uh, with her tweet initially. The DA had already responded to it uh, at the press conference because he was asked by another reporter, did you bar Kristen Johansson from the press conference? And 
the DA gave a pretty earnest answer uh, that he didn't bar anybody and uh, he didn't uh, have any knowledge of what had happened. And in my discussions with the DA's office, I, I believe that that characterization was true, that the district attorney really had no knowledge of this. But there were a few things that went on with the press office uh, in terms of who was invited to this press conference and how it was handled that I think were worth bringing to the forefront, including that some reporters were told to keep it a secret from other reporters. And so we decided to uh, write an article on KYWnewsradio.com and put on the air sort of a little sidebar about what had happened at that news conference, you know, fully transparently giving the DA's office's response that this was an invite-only kind of thing. Uh, but it initially didn't sit well with us. And where does it stand now? What, what, are you, what are you doing with it? Where are we going with it? So we've had some conversations with, uh, with the district attorney's office. And some of them were off the record, so I can't talk about specific things that were said. But I'll say this. We do feel that KYW News Radio was excluded from this press conference, and it has led to some honest discussions about what should happen when the district attorney's office has information to release on a case that is of the public interest. Should only certain reporters be invited? The district attorney's office maintains that it's their prerogative to do that. It is their prerogative in how they decide to release information. But in the spirit of uh, of what we do for a living, of what we seek to do every day, covering the news fairly, delivering to the public information about what's happening in government, is it the right thing to do for a public official's office to selectively decide what outlets to include? And we've had some issues in the past. The spokeswoman for the district attorney's office uh, told me once a couple months ago in response to a note about why she wasn't responding to our emails. uh, And I'm going to quote, I'm going to read it verbatim just so I don't get it wrong. Quote, I tend to respond more quickly to reporters and news outlets that treat this office fairly and report based on the facts, not personal biases. That's a slippery slope because once government entities start deciding which coverage they like, which coverage is favorable, not favorable, and then start picking and choosing between news media based on their perception or the the message they want to get out there. That creates a really dangerous precedent, doesn't it? It does. And just the perception of that does. So I'm not saying, I'm not accusing anybody in this moment of doing that. I'm saying that when you say out loud, that you are selectively choosing outlets based on who you believe is fair, that lends itself to that perception. And that is a slippery slope. And that can be a dangerous game when it comes to what the role of the media in a functional democracy is and what we seek to do every day. So all we want, and I think we've had productive conversations with the district attorney's office about this, uh, is an open and honest information sharing partnership. And when something happens, when Media are being invited. Uh, Nobody's saying to anybody, you can't give a scoop to a media outlet if you want to. But if you're releasing information about a case that we're all covering, you know, KYW News Radio and WHYY and the Philadelphia Inquirer and the major TV stations in town, all should be on that list. 
And we did invite the district attorney to come in and speak with us um, to give his direct response to us. But unfortunately, he couldn't come in this week. He said he would hopefully try to have an interview with us in the new year. And we would love to speak with him. In fairness to him, he, uh, we were told he's willing to do it. And he just wasn't right. able to this week. And are you satisfied? Are you satisfied with the DA's response? I know you've had conversations with him. And are you satisfied? With the district attorney personally, I do believe that, A, he was not aware of this incident specifically when it happened and B that he wants a more productive relationship and doesn't want exclusion. That, that's what I got from him in our discussions, but we decided we needed to reinforce that. So we got together with the newsroom leaders at most of the major news outlets in town, the Inquirer, CBS three, NBC 10, six ABC and WHYY. And we wrote a joint letter to the district attorney, essentially, uh, emphasizing that we believe that uh, a free and open press is essential. Access is essential. A press conference that's open to some members of the media should be open to all. Requests for information should be handled in good faith. And as we wrote, the perception that there may be an editorial filter for reasonable access to information about the workings of a public office is corrosive to the principle uh, that is laid out in the First Amendment, that a free and independent press is essential. So we sent that letter off on Wednesday. So far, no response from the district attorney. Alex, thank you for coming in and speaking with us. Of course. Well, so far, we've talked about Mm. what happened and why KYW believes that not allowing a reporter access to a press conference that other reporters were invited to cover is a problem and something people should care about. We think that this is important that it doesn't come for just us. Obviously, we do have a stake in this. Everybody who works at In-Depth works for KYW News Radio. We wanted to ask someone who does not work for us to talk about why media access is important. Dan Shelley is the executive director of the Radio Television Digital News Association. The group was founded more than 70 years ago to defend the First Amendment and the constitutional rights that ensure journalists have the freedom to report the news. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. So the main issue, we talked to our program director, Alex Silverman, and what he identified was an elected official's press conference was open to some members of the media, but not all, including our reporter who was not allowed to to attend this. What do you think about this? Why is this important? Is it important? Well, it's extremely important and not just because of KYW and the fact that KYW was excluded. Uh, When when you step back and look even further uh, at who's the real victim here? The real victim is not Alex Silverman. The real victim here is not your reporter. The real victim here is your audience. The real victims here are the people who listen to KYW and rely on KYW to get critical information, not just from the district attorney's office, but from all aspects, all public aspects of government. Why discriminate against a huge segment of the Philadelphia uh, county population? And why why is this a problem? Why could this be a problem? Can you give us some context as to, you know, the bigger picture here? Well, imagine right now the, the, the DA in Philadelphia County is selectively choosing whom to speak with and whom to release information to about public business that he's conducting on behalf of the taxpayers of Philadelphia County. 
What if someday the DA decides, hey, this has been working really well for me. Why don't we limit access to courtrooms? Why don't we uh, limit access uh, to any information only to those news outlets, those news organizations whom I uh, decide are the, the only fair arbiters of the information that comes from this office? But we live in an era now where animosity toward journalists, as depicted, as carried out, uh, as uh, uh, demonstrated on a daily basis in some parts of the country by other elected officials. Uh, we live in an era where all public discourse is incendiary, where even the smallest spark can touch off the largest fire. And in fact, our founders thought this was so important that they put freedom of the press in the First Amendment. The profession journalist is the only profession that is codified and written into and has rights guaranteed by the Constitution of the United States of America, which, by the way, happened to have been written in Philadelphia. Dan, thanks again. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. So here's what else we're talking about on KYW News Radio. All of our reporters are working on stories that wrap up what happened this year. Like the whole story about Hahnemann University Hospital that suddenly closed its doors. There's rapper Meek Mill, who went from prison to justice reform activist. And how about those spotted lanternflies? They became known as tree killers and then jewelry. You can hear all these stories that look back on 2019 over the next week. KYW In-Depth is produced by Charlotte Reese. Our production coordinator is Ali Amato. KYW's program director, Alex Silverman, provided editorial and production oversight for this episode. Tom Rickard is the executive producer of KYW Original Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to KYW In-Depth and help us get the word out by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again next week.